Hey everyone, what's up? This is Michelle Hammonds, beauty life coach, and you're listening to Discover Your Worth, where I interview extraordinary people who are making a difference locally and internationally, changing our world for the better. And the only difference between them and you is the fact that they said yes to the call of God on their lives. So if you want to be inspired, if you want to get a kickstart on your dream, on your destiny, then keep listening you're in the right place, you're going to be so empowered to say yes. So get ready because here we go. I'm so excited that you've joined us again and I cannot wait to introduce you to my next guest, Kate Watson from Kate Watson Music and she is a rising star. I'm not joking. She has such a heart for people, such a heart for ministry, such a heart to literally people with her testimony, bring light and love everywhere she goes. And it's so cool because we're going to dive into her passion and purpose and why she chose to be a country pop artist. She's absolutely incredible. You're going to be so inspired and empowered by her and you'll be able to connect with her through this podcast. And I'll also give you all the channels on how to follow her. It's Kate Watson Music. Go find her. You're going to love her. She's only 19, but already accomplished so much. We just are so excited to have you, Kate. Say hi to everyone and introduce yourself. Hey, everybody. What's up? I'm so excited to be here. Man, I need to take you everywhere. You're like the best hype girl, person I'll ever. Be your hype girl, I'll encourage you. I'll give you motivation. It'll be so fun. Yes. Okay. So tell us, tell my audience, all the listeners, um, tell us about yourself, your family, your passion and your purpose. And the fact that you're only 19. I think it's so beautiful that you already know exactly what you feel called to do and you're taking massive action. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, as you said, I'm 19. Um, I'm a country pop artist and all my music is more inspirational. And uh, it's just, it's honestly just about life and what people go through and uh, a lot of overcoming and getting through things. Uh, I mean, my main goal is just to give people hope in everything that I do, not only my music, but also my life and the choices that I make. That's Um, so good. I love that. But Yes. And so tell me, where did that come Um, from? Like, did you get that from your family? Do you have a musical background? Well, I actually, so whenever I was little, I grew up with my parents traveling all across Texas, uh, playing at all these different church camps. And um, I just, I grew up watching that and it kind of, it just started a passion for me. Like I realized how much I loved going with them, seeing the crowds engaged, seeing the people changed, lives touched. And uh, I mean, I also <laughs> love the junk food, you know, the road, the, the, road. the car ride. <laughs> you're already a world traveler. Like you're made to tour. It's perfect. You're equipped for it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, and so that's where it kind of started for me. And then as I grew up, you know, life hit me and I kind of forgot about this dream and forgot about that passion that I had. And uh, I was bullied for most of my life. Um, The life changing years for me, though, were my eighth grade year, my ninth grade year, my 10th grade year. 
I have moved about 13 times and just a little bit about me when I was younger. I was the most shy kid you could ever meet. I was socially awkward, you know. It's crazy, uh, though. <laughs> I had that I awkward like everyone stage. Everyone has awkward stages, but it's crazy because, y'all, Kate just sent me some pictures and videos of herself doing these incredible different, uh, she, she's at different studios and with in, in front of huge audiences and she's singing and sharing her story and it's like people would look at her now and be like you were never shy there's no way you were bullied because of you know <laughs> your stage presence and your passion for what you're doing and, and your confidence um can you tell me specifically like what happened and how you overcame that because I feel like that is such a huge thing and and saying that you were bullied and I feel like that like and how you overcame it and discovered your worth and said yes to your dream even though you were in very challenging situations like I think your story in that moment how you overcame will inspire so many of our listeners to keep moving forward despite what others have said or done um I think that and I know that who you are is just such a motivation to people. So yeah, can you just kind of dive into that a little bit? Absolutely. Um, so I just moved back from Georgia to Texas, my eighth grade year, and I didn't have any time to even try to make friends. And I was thrown into a uh, public school. And it was like the week of school. So um, I started and you know, being socially awkward and shy, I ended up sitting alone at lunch for about a month and a half. And uh, there was this little round table in the back that I remember sitting at and I just cry and eat my lunch. So many of us can relate Um, to that. Like we probably pretend like that never happened to us, but oh my gosh, so many of us (laughs) cried in the bathrooms or, you know, but some people never overcame the pain that you feel and, and believe in the lie that you're alone. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I can tell you that is and has always been my worst fear is being alone. Um, I so I also got bullied really bad in class. People were uh, they thought it was fun to throw things at me. My head (laughs) during class, the teachers didn't do anything and uh, just let it happen. They would call me fat and they made fun of me because I was shy because I was the new kid. And uh, the next year. I, that's whenever I told my mom, I said, I'm done with these people. I don't want to be around them anymore. Like, please just get me out of here. And my mom tried to tell me, you know, cause parents are wise. Yeah. They were like, this is not a good idea. Running from your problems is not what you should do. And I was like, please, like, please just homeschool me something. And she said, okay, I'm going to let you make this decision, but I'm telling you, it's not a good one. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I chose to do it. I chose to be homeschooled and I got my first job that year and I thought I was safe. I thought it was going to be a good thing and that I'd have time to just work on myself. And um, But my first boss actually was one of the biggest bullies in my entire life. Uh, he put his hands on me and told me that I was worthless that I would never amount to anything in my life that I didn't belong on a stage that my ideas were stupid and that I was selfish just like him. And um, as I was 14 years old then, and as a 14 year old who didn't know really who I was yet, didn't really have that 
strong relationship with God yet. I just, it broke yeah. me. And uh, I, <laughs> I went through that for about two years. Um, and I did my 10th grade year decide to go back to school. I was like, please, you know what? I'm, I will be social. I don't care if I'm socially awkward. I'm going to give it all I have <laughs> and go after it because I can't do this anymore. Yeah, you're literally like drowning <laughs> in lies. And yes. Like the place you thought was your safety and you were going to grow as a person, have your job, have independence. It was a place I know. where you were literally being torn down the most and telling, literally he was projecting on you the things he felt about himself. And oh, yeah. it was, I mean, it's so hard wherever that man is, whatever he's doing now, we, you know, honestly, thank God, Kate, I mean, have you forgiven him? I have. I, it took me, it took me probably, uh, I'd say about two years to finally be like, okay, God, like, I know that just as you have forgiven me for everything that I've done, mm. he is someone that you love too, and yeah. he deserves to be forgiven. And not forgiving was only hurting me. Like it didn't hurt him in any way. Wow. And that's whenever I finally was able to be like, God, I pray that you change his heart and that you use him to do great works for your kingdom because like people's slates can be washed clean no matter what you've done in your life. Wow. And I know he's been through some things in his life. Uh, anyone who bullied me, I noticed that there were things going on at home or going on in their life that were causing them to hurt people. Yeah. So they're, they're people hurting. Yeah. And that, that put me in perspective. I mean, absolutely. Um, yeah. Um, no, I feel like that. And so, and, and I just want to speak to our audience right now, if you're relating to Kate's story and we're just getting started, but if you're relating to the things that she's overcome and um, the bullying that she's faced from old, she was bullied by someone way older than her and also people her age. So it's crazy that no matter what, what, where you're at in life, how old you are, there are bullies at every age. And the, the beautiful thing you said came, the revelation you had at such a young age was the fact that a bully is someone who is hurting deeply and therefore they're projecting their pain onto you onto whoever they are hurting so it's a projection of what they truly believe about themselves therefore that gives us ammunition and fuel on how to pray for them that they would be set free from the things Absolutely. that they're literally projecting onto others um so we have revelation instead of getting hurt and mad y'all i did, get on your knees and pray and intercede on their behalf because Oh my gosh, they are struggling with such a mountain of pain and a weight that is truly hindering them from following and living out their dream with joy and peace and hope and kindness. Um, and they're yes. literally pushing people away. So, oh man, Kate, that is crazy. And it's <laughs> too, I feel like too, um, people who have felt who feel called to change the world, and it's such a broad term, but You'll hear this on the podcast all the time, but change the world for the better. And in sense, like bring light, love, hope, peace to everyone that you meet. That a lot of times at a very young age, there is moments in time where, Kate, you could have gone one way or the other. You, it oh, seems like you could have gone and chosen depression, anxiety, fear, resentment, or you could have said, chosen the Lord. And what was that deciding factor? Like what made you say, you know what, God, I'm not going to fall into depression, suicide, 
you know, all the things that so many people are facing today. I will tell you, I came close. I came close to that end point of just completely giving up on everything. Um, that, that year, after that, I decided to go back to school to, in 10th grade. And um, it was a smaller school, one that I thought the kids would just be open and loving and I'd be able to make some new friends. And uh, whenever I got there, they completely just rejected me. And um, they would take my things, throw it over walls. They'd uh, steal my <laughs> my driver's license, poke holes in my face. Uh, it was so bad that I was having panic attacks. I was in the bathroom by myself just having to just, you know, cry it out. And I, I mean, it was bad. It was very bad. And it was to the point, you know, with my parents where... That's the age where you get a little rebellious. You don't want to talk to them, you know, you're, no. So I right. wasn't talking to them. I just was alone and that was it. It was just me. And um, I I gave up. I mean, I was done. My grades started slipping and uh, I started making some bad choices. And that's whenever my parents, I'm, I can, can't tell you how thankful I am to have them. They noticed, they noticed that. And they pulled me aside one day and they said, okay, like what's going on? Because this is not you. Whatever's happening right now, like it needs to change. And uh, that's whenever, I didn't tell them anything, but that's whenever I realized like I cannot keep living like this because not only were those kids bullying me, I was still going through everything with that boss and uh, him just repeatedly tearing me down and um you know I started to believe those lies believe everything that those kids were saying about me that he was saying about me um I felt worthless and uh but that's whenever I finally decided okay God like I'm gonna get in (laughs) your word (laughs) I'm gonna figure out what you say about me (laughs) and for a straight month I was just constantly just in the word of God every single day every single moment that I got if people were mean to me at school I would read my bible I'd go to the bathroom I'd sing uh I am not alone by Carrie (laughs) Joe that was my theme song (laughs) of the year (laughs) um and it it started like my heart started changing like it wasn't that any of the people i was around changed it was that i changed my mm-hmm. my vision on things changed and i could see that this was not like my own personal like where people beat me up and stuff this was where it was a mission field this was my mission to be a light no matter where i am no matter where my situation and then i had to just come repeatedly give it to God and know that he had me, that he was with me, that I was never alone. He had my back. And uh, that's, it was whenever I I realized that those people that were bullying me were people that were hurting. That's whenever I realized it. And I was like, man, like, and that hurt me too, to see that. Uh, And I, I began praying for those people. I began praying for everyone around me. And, um, and then uh i let's see after that was whenever well, god finally started showing me things 
he was like, you finally get it. He basically slapped me upside the head and was like, man, you don't realize how, how blessed you truly are. <laughs> For real. I've mean, uh, traveled so much already. Your parents led worship at youth camps, right? Yes. Oh my gosh. You got, so you got to be immersed in some of the most freeing atmospheres ever because when there is worship, people are set free. Chains are broken. There is healing from your heart to physical healing. And I mean, you were in that your whole life. You literally were prepared to be propelled into the position you're in right now. Absolutely. Uh, but that's whenever the craziness started happening, happening, God was able to like truly just uh, speak into my life. And he was like, hey, you know, that dream that you had whenever you were little, he's like, that's what you're going to do. And you're going to do it for me. And I was 15 years old. And that's whenever I knew exactly what I was supposed to do. I was supposed to be a light in the darkness for people that were unreachable, for the people that never knew about how good God was and the love that he has for them. Just that I could put hope in my music, share that with people, and then get the chance to share my story and say, hey, I am here because of God. I'm here because of his love that he has for me and for you. And that is one of the just most great opportunities that I couldn't even like. I can't even tell you how excited I am to do that. Oh my goodness. Well, as you were saying this, I just want to share with the audience that it literally, it's, it's always the same theme until we can learn to fall in love with our mission field, fall in love with the people we're called to, to serve and empower until we can learn to overcome any offenses that those people have done towards us. It's not until we overcome and learn how to love them the way Jesus does, see the way Jesus does. And all we have to do is ask the Lord to give us new perspective. Then that is when we are literally commissioned into our call. Absolutely. shifted into the position where we're able to truly influence the people who need us the most. The people who are are the ones who ridicule us or the people that need you to literally arise into what you're called to do and say, yes, God, whatever you want, I'll do it. And, um, Oh, it's so, it's so cool that you at such a young age felt so commissioned, felt so called. Um, and at 15, so Kay, oh my gosh, <laughs> um, everyone listening, I'm so excited because we're about to go on an accelerated journey of what you've been doing for the past four years and how your family, what an amazing family that your mom and dad and your, you know, your whole family has so supported you in the call of God on your life. Cause I know it's so for something um, bigger than even you envision, and I truly believe that, Kate. Oh, um, yeah. Yes! Okay, so <laughs> let's go on the journey from 15 until where you are now, the things you've overcome, the victories you've seen, the open doors from saying yes. Um, so, yes! Okay, so please share. Okay, so at 15, I told my parents, and you know, I'm scared. I'm like partially scared. Not really, because I knew like God's called me to this, so I'm confident in it, but Um, they, I sat them down and I remember their faces and they're like, what is this? And I was like, okay, here it is. God told me that I'm supposed to use my music to be a light in the darkness. And, uh, they, I was just like waiting for them to be like, uh, no, you're going to get your butt back in school and you're going (laughs) to, you know, but they were like, they were like, okay. 
And I was like, what? What'd you say? I don't even have to like fight you or anything. They're like, like, we support you completely. And we, we know like that is what you are called to do. And we will support you a hundred percent and back you and help you in any way that we can. And that was a crazy moment for me. That's whenever I truly like got over the, I'm too cool for my parents, you know? (laughs) (laughs) You're like, wait. They were made for me. Yes. I need them. They're amazing. Absolutely. And maybe they do know what they're talking about. I know. I know. Maybe, maybe they're cool. Maybe, you know. (laughs) Um, but it was it was a hard, hard journey. Just especially in the beginning, because you feel like nothing is happening. You feel like just so, you know, beaten down and just um tired. Like it gets tiring. Because especially yep. in the music industry, like you have to fight for everything that you want. You have to be the one to go out and be like, hey, I'm going to get booked here. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. You just have to like go for it. And if you don't miss an opportunity and yes. uh, it was it was rough at the beginning, just learning how to do that, learning how to hear people say no, but keep trying, you know? Yes. And not allow, like, instead of allowing the no to dictate who you are, you allow the no to literally be the fuel that you're putting behind the propeller Absolutely. forward. Like, okay, if they say no, then there's another door for me. Let me keep going. Um, in Jeremiah 33, it says, ask and I will show you great and interesting yes. things that you do not know. Like you just, you're discovering what we talk about. You're discovering your worth and your purpose as you take steps of faith. And when you don't know where that next opportunity is going to come, but at least you continue moving forward. And like, and I think I just want to encourage our audience that we, if you're feeling um, very inspired to start your own business or to pursue a music career or to um, say yes to a dream on your life or to have a baby or, you know, all these different um, dreams in your heart that the beginning, anytime you start something new, there's going to be a learning curve there. And there's going to be a lot of resistance because you're shifting behavior, you're changing habits, you're renewing your mind, you're changing a lot of stuff. So of course it's going to be hard, but statistically they say that 90% of people quit before they're even successful. And so if you just stick with it, write down your goals, make vision, have a strategic plan, have a support system like Kate and her family, then, and you don't quit, you will start to see success. Um, so when did you start seeing breakthrough after all of the no's? When did you start seeing breakthrough? Honestly, it was whenever I met my vocal coach and then, uh, who's my vocal coach is Tom McKinney. Uh, and he has taught Demi Lovato, Beyonce, Solange, uh, a guy from the Pentatonics. I feel bad that I don't know his name, but he's the blonde guy. No, but we do love the Pentatonics. Yes. <laughs> I mean, everyone you're, everyone you're naming, they are incredible artists. Yes. Incredible. So how did you get connected with him? That sounds like an amazing Oh my gosh. It was a crazy story. My dad went to high school <laughs> with this guy who ended up marrying Beyonce's backup singer. Uh, her name is Montina. And so once my dad found uh-huh. that out, he was like, hey, like, can you, is there any way Kate could like just sing for her, see what she says, you know, something like that. And uh, they were like, 
Yeah, of course. And so I remember I went to their house and this <laughs> this lady has a room that is just white, completely white. Like you had to take off your shoes and everything. It was just it was insane to me. I've never seen that except on movies. But um, <laughs> I, I sang for her and girl, let me tell you how nervous I was. I was shaking. <laughs> Oh my god! And, um, but I just was so excited too. I'm like, man, like this is such a great opportunity. And she's like, okay. She's like, I'm gonna get you in with this vocal coach, and he's gonna work with you. And she's like, I see potential in you. And that was besides my parents and you know, family, friends, and all that. She was the first person outside of that circle that was like, I believe in you, and that meant something to me. Wow. And. Uh, then I went to this vocal coach, and he had all the connections, girl, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was a second person oh that told me, I believe in you. I see the star potential in you. Wow. And wow. I just started building that confidence. I got so. Uh, like, God just kept reminding me, like, I've called you to this. So don't don't doubt yourself. <laughs> don't doubt the gift that I've placed in you because it's not you. It's me inside of you. And God yes. promised me, like, as long as you are seeking me, that you are seeking me first, that I will do amazing things in your life and I will use you and I will let that gift shine through you. And but God warned me, he said, OK, but if you don't and you choose to not follow me, like this is the gift I've given you and you won't have it anymore. And that also was something for me that I was like, God, like you've done so many amazing things in my life that I couldn't turn away from you. Like, I just can't. Um, yeah. But that. Well, I feel like and, and just to even more explain that, that um, it's not like God. It's not like God no, no. take that away, but just the opportunities yes. to be missed. And I totally get what you're saying. Just that you would always have that gift in your voice and stuff. But this time, y'all, as I say, <laughs> y'all, okay, there's a time for everything. And the timing, like you saying yes to your dream is essential right now because people are waiting for you. And there was a window of opportunity that as Kate said, yes, at 15, there was people in place waiting on her that believed in her. That was literally, those were the stepping stones she needed to continue moving forward. However, if she would have waited, you know, 20 years down the line, I truly believe Kate, you could still be a music phenomenon, change people's lives, but it, it would. would look different. The opportunities would look different. But, and you would miss out, you would have missed out on 20 years of breakthrough blessing and people's lives forever being changed and yeah. inspired by you. So I think that that's why there's such an urgency that whatever is on your heart, whatever it is, it is a God-given desire for you to shift and change people's lives. And if you want to create a video game or be a gamer, or create a YouTube channel, do it, say yes, and yep. just see what happens. Like, don't live in fear. So Oh my God. Hey, I love it so much. Oh, it's so exciting. Okay. okay. So he is the connection who knew somebody that was a producer on American Idol. And that is how that journey started for me. Uh, he got a, my vocal coach got a call from this guy and was like, uh, Hey, Tom, do you have anybody that you would recommend to do a private audition? Because we'll take whoever you send because we trust your opinion. Well, he's like, Kate, 
you you down for this and I was like Tom you know I'm down for this (laughs) (laughs) wow so I went to this private audition and girl there were people everywhere but I will tell you it was a private audition so there weren't as many people as there would be for like the public auditions you know um but I went in there and my dad played the guitar for me and I just remember I'm like God like this is all you like if I make this I know it's you (laughs) this isn't me (laughs) Yeah, you're like, I know it's yes. you, Lord. This is and amazing. I just, I looked at the judges afterwards, and they kind of looked zoned out or something, and I was thinking, oh, no, because these are just producers on the show. They weren't the actual <laughs> judges yet. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm so scared. And then they, like, threw up a, <laughs> uh, um, they started saying, like, some things that were, like, uh, you couldn't tell what they were going to say. And all of a sudden, he held up a golden paper. And he's like, you're going to the real audition. And I was like, what? (laughs) He was trying to trick me, too. He was trying to be funny. And I was like, that was not funny. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, my God. And so then I prepared and prepared and prepared for the TV audition. Because that's what was next. And... uh, Girl, wow. that day was such a crazy day. I flew up to Denver with my posse, you know, all my church people, my friends and family. We were all there and they were there supporting me. And um, it was so cool. We had one of the largest groups that was there. And um, we. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so fun. We all flew to Den- Denver, Colorado. And. Uh, they had us get to this place at seven in the morning and girl, it was freezing. It was freezing there. And, uh, they made us sit outside and I was one of the last people to go. And I don't know if you know this, but for your voice, if you're sitting out in the cold air all day, that is not good. Like that's what causes people to get hoarse and lose your voice. And um, since I was one of the last people to go, I had to wait the entire day out there. Um, And I did my best to, like, drink hot stuff to, you know, (laughs) all that different stuff. Not talk too much, but also keep my adrenaline going. It was insane. So finally, (laughs) they call my (laughs) name, and I go to be like, yeah. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, whoa. (laughs) Oh, no. I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, God, please help me. <laughs> and um, so I go in there and basically what they do is they have you go in the room where they're at and they have everything set up, but they have you wait behind this line because there's someone already in there and you can see it happening. And I got to watch the girl before me and they turned her down and said, no, you're not going. Wow. And she was crying and bawling her eyes out. and It made me so sad. Uh, and then I was, they were like, all right, you're up, go up there. And I was like, yes. I mean, by this time, cause at the beginning of the day, you know, I was nervous beyond belief, but by this point, I'm just like, I'm here, I'm ready. Like, it's going to be what it's going to yeah. be. And God's going to, you know? So I wasn't worried about it. I'm like, here I am. That's such freedom. Like, it's so strategic that you were able to go later so you wouldn't have those nerves. 
Yes. Yes. And the fact that my dad got to play the guitar for me was just such a meaningful thing for me that he got to be a part of that with me. so sweet. So how did it go? (laughs) We're on the edge of our seats. How did it go? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Okay. I run in there and I was like, what's up? My name's Kate Watson and I'm 18 years old and (laughs) I'm so excited to be here. And I was like, welcome to adulthood, making a joke and out of the hat. Katy Perry roasts me and I'm like oh no and I was like can can I go back out and walk back in and do this again (laughs) (laughs) um it was so funny because I'm like what did I do and um but then they started asking me questions and you know um different things that they were wanting to ask me to be able to paint a story uh out of my stuff out of my life and um basically <laughs> they they just they okay Katy Perry was not my biggest fan I love Katy Perry she was not my biggest fan Luke Ryan liked me but he was having fun roasting Katy Perry so that was pretty funny <laughs> um, and then uh Lionel Richie is who just just set my heart like on fire in a good way and was just he told me he said Honestly, I think you could go all the way. He's like, so guess what? You're going to Hollywood. And I was like, oh, oh my God. And he said, he said, I believe in you. And I just was like, oh, my gosh. Lionel Richie That's just said he believed in amazing. me. Oh, Oh man! And like overstepping all of these influential people, speaking life to you, telling yes. you, "I believe in you. You are enough. You are created for this." Yes. What you're doing is exactly what you're called to. It's so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I went to. Once I went to Hollywood, they flew me to L.A., and I just stayed in this hotel with a roommate that was also, you know, got the golden ticket. And that was crazy, because I'm like, I don't know this person. Like, they could be a serial killer or something, you know. Yeah, I mean, let's just be real. (laughs) When you stay with someone you don't know, I mean, that's just a part of the process, too. Like, when you say yes, sometimes you're in situations that are super uncomfortable. But you're like, okay, I'm going to trust this moment. I'm going (laughs) to trust you, Lord. Like, okay. The cool thing, though, about that, though, was that that night, the first night that we were there, uh, she and I just started talking, like, because she had her boyfriend fly up, too. I had some family fly up, but they couldn't see us except for at certain times. So that night, as we were going to bed, I got the chance to just, uh, you know, she started kind of asking questions about me, and I asked about her, and so I got the chance to share my story with her, and she just was like, man, She's like, you know, like you could tell it sparked something in her. And um, so that that was a really cool moment for me. Um, (laughs) But L.A., that Hollywood week is one of the most crazy tough weeks that I've ever been through. Um, I for one, you only got like an hour of sleep each night. So that was pretty rough in itself because I love sleep, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And especially on your voice. I think that a lot of the audience, if I am not mistaken, has seen American Idol and seen Hollywood week and knows like, maybe we don't know the, obviously the extent of it, 
that knows it's rough on the body and the voice and the emotions and mental capacity. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it seems and so intense. Yes. And uh, then the other thing was food. They had, it was at the weirdest times because LA time is different from Texas time, which is where we're at, you know? And so breakfast was at 630 in the morning. That's already a crazy time for me to have breakfast. I don't really eat breakfast. <laughs> I don't like waking up early. That's just me. That's that's me. But then lunch was at 3 p.m. And dinner was at 10 p.m. And the dinner was not edible. It was like weird, crazy food. And I was like, oh. I because I love food. I love it. It is like, it's such a great thing. Like, I'm so blessed to have food. That's so <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so what ends up happening? Like, how far do you make it? And then what happens after that? Because I, I know we're about to yes. wrap up. and But you guys, we're going to have Kay back after her her album drops. And she's going to share a little bit more, more about that after her single is out for everyone to get it. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're gonna be so blown away by it. I have heard it. I am so lucky that I've been able to have a sneak peek of what this song is about, her heart, and it is incredible. The video is gonna drop as well. You guys, it's in incredible. I was gonna say insane, <laughs> but it's incredible and amazing. Just the heart behind it and just your professionalism. Oh, thank I'm you. so so impressed with you. Um so yeah, a girl. Okay, so tell us what happened, and then I want you to share about um your song and, okay. and well, the part behind it. I go up uh, on stage. I got to watch everybody perform live, which was insane. Because let me tell you, there were some crazy talented people there. Um, it was almost intimidating to be honest. But um, I went up there and I was like, I'm here. What I'm here to do, and uh, I got to sing "Hello" by Lionel Richie to Lionel Richie. I just felt like that's what I needed to do. He's the one that inspired me, and uh, I wanted to sing that for him. He gave me a standing ovation, and uh, it was one of the best moments of my life that I'll always remember. And he gave me a thumbs up and smiled as I walked out. I was bawling, crying, of course, because I'm like, ah! (laughs) Yes. So that... And then uh, I did not move past that, but he basically, like, whenever they picked the people who were going to go forward and go, you know, not go forward, he kind of gave me a look. So, I don't know. I felt like he was trying to tell, like, you did awesome, you know, with that look. That's kind of what it was for me. Um, Absolutely. And if it was just to connect with him and know that he believed in you and he's one of the greatest stars in the world um and all that he's accomplished that is oh yeah it's amazing and what a beautiful experience to meet so many people and just have a glimpse of what is coming your way you know just from all the opportunities and breakthrough and blessing and stage um it's so neat sometimes the lord will give us glimpses of what is in our future if we just keep moving forward and understanding at this point, you understood that a no didn't mean you're yeah. done. It meant, okay, what's next? Okay. Okay. Yep. There's a no here. Well, where's the next door? Like, I'm excited. <laughs> I can't wait because there's something better, you know? So go into, please, your your new single, 
and everything that went into creating this. Okay, so, so it's called here. Masterpiece, and uh, I'm about to release a new single and music video with it, and it's going to be amazing. But um, basically, me and my dad wrote it together, and I just shared with him what I shared with you guys about my story and just about being bullied and overcoming that, and I was like, we should write a song about this. And so we got together and we started writing. And basically, my song, I just, in it, I wanted people to know that they are perfect just the way that they are, like with the flaws and everything. Like that's that's how you were made to be. And God made you that way, that you are a masterpiece. You're beautifully and wonderfully made. And people are going to try to break you down in your life. They're going to try to tear you down, keep you from what you're meant to be, and try to tell you who you are. But you have to know who you And uh, that's that's basically the message. That's what I want people to know and just be inspired and to chase their dreams, no matter the obstacles. Um, and I did put a little bit of, you know, beautifully made and just little things that even for people who are not Christians will hear that. And it is life. It is life giving. And. It will encourage them, even though they don't even know that it's, you know, scripture, that it's um, that it's Jesus and what they're putting in their hearts. Uh, so that's yes. that's what's happening. That is what I'm so excited to release and share just a piece of my life and my story with everyone through my music. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. And tell everyone the name of it again. And. Um, and then you thank you so much for listening to discover your worth oh my goodness you guys this is why we do what we do this is why I said yes to my dream because I am blown away by the testimonies that are coming in every single day by how you guys are being empowered and lit up to follow your dreams and say yes so if you have a testimony that you want to share, then you can connect with us in the details below. You can join our community, discover your worth. You can reach out to me a beauty life coach on all platforms. I can't wait to get to know you, share more amazing life-changing guests with you and see how you are discovering your worth and saying yes to your dreams. That's why we do what we do. We love you guys so much. And until next time, have an amazing day.